Mike's on. Here. Here. I move approval of the agenda. Second. Roll call. Mr. Beck? Aye. Ms. Lease? Aye. Mr. Bryan? Aye. I move approval of minutes, regular meeting minutes for May 4th, 2021, and special meeting minutes for May 20th, 2021. Second. Any changes? Any comments? Nope. Okay. Roll call. Ms. Leese? Aye. Mr. Bryant? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye. Uh, we will now hear the fiscal officer's report for May. <coughs> Our um, HRA account stands at $34,907.92. Our uh, major working uh, checkbook has an ending balance of $5,732,137.60. The meter fund stands at $8,099,904.53. Um, you have sheets on all the fund balances, but the major ones are general fund $2,601,903.39, police fund $727,069.34, fire at $628,506.52, uh, EMS at $527,000. $722.08 and the safety services fund at $2,412,817.99. In May, we received an email from Lisa Durger, who is the new Hamilton County Budget and Finance Director, informing us of money owed the township for road funds we are entitled to but never received due to failure on the part of Carol Sims, our previous fiscal officer, to file invoices with Hamilton County for completed road projects. These include $31,062 in 2016, which were the 20% funds we should have received, $30,000 twelve dollars and thirty nine cents in 2017 which was from the Cunningham Road resurfacing and there was eleven thousand one hundred and thirty dollars and forty four cents from 2018 Lebanon Road resurfacing uh, project um, uh, 
Ms. Sims billed Hamilton County uh, for uh, $11,130 less than what we were entitled to, so they still owe us that. For a total of $72,204.83. We could find no record of these invoices in Carol Sims' office after her departure. Uh, perhaps they are part of the bags of many, many shredded documents uh, that occurred in the last several months of her tenure. <coughs> Uh, there was so much shredding going on in the last few months that our uh, legal counsel sent letters to Ms. Sims and her assistant to cease and desist with shredding, uh, and as far as I know, it continued even after that. Uh, this new discovery can be added to the previously discovered dereliction of duty by Carol Sims in not filing assessments for lighting district charges with Hamilton County Auditor for multiple lighting districts for the years 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, totaling the neighborhood of $167,184. Since these were not assessed, the township had to wait years for the money to be reimbursed because we still had to pay those bills. Um, of course, Carol Sims had excuses for these assessments not being filed. Uh, part of the record shows that uh, she blamed the post office. Uh, if we're to believe her, the Postal Service lost the assessment reports mailed to the county auditor for the same districts every year for four years. Uh, two, she didn't know assessments had to be filed before September 30th of each year. Three, county auditor's office never told her she would have to wait a whole year if the September 30th deadline was not met. And four, she never had one of us residents call and say their tax bill is incorrect. One of her current complaints that continually brings up is $700 that she thinks the Loveland Chamber owes the township for the 2019 wine tasting event that was for the benefit of Dragonfly. So, she's overly concerned about $700 that she considers owed to the township but absolutely no mention by her of the hundreds of thousands of dollars of errors caused by her actions, some of which the township, you, the taxpayers, will never recover. She seemed unconcerned about the $33,000 in late fees she caused to be incurred on the Duke energy bills. Uh, luckily, the uh, state auditor issued a finding against her uh, requiring her to repay the township that $33,000. Um, she seemed pretty unconcerned about the many instances of late payments and partial payments of bills. For example, when the township was notified that a $10,922 invoice from 3-13-18 was still unpaid on 12-28-18, uh, Carol Sims' email response was a reminder to staff that all calls from vendors regarding payment should go directly to her. No response as to why the bill went unpaid for nine months. The emergency reporting records management system um, used by Loveland Sims Fire Department refused access to the system, uh, telling John Fry, Deputy Chief, that the refusal was due to non-payment of an invoice for $5,436.50, dated 7-12 of 18, 
and stamped payment due was received on 10-23-18. Carol Sims' response to Deputy Chief Fry was that the company's lines were down, the service was still active, and has not been disconnected, contrary to what they told him. In the, default, in the default on the bond payment of $109,285 due on 12-1-18, the bank sent an invoice in October of 2018. A 12-4-18 email suggests contact was made with the fiscal officer on the default. On 12-12-18, an email contact made by the bondholder. On 12-13-18, Administrator Lepensi was notified by phone by Brenda Weimer, Dinsmore and Scholl, who said the fiscal office was not returning their phone calls or answering their emails. On 12-14, Carol Sims made the payment by wire transfer. Carol Sims did a strange thing in September of 2020, a month and a half before she left office. She had billing statements from a few vendors sent only to her emails, no mailings to the township. Since we had no access to her email account, we had no way of knowing bills were going unpaid till the vendors notified us months later. I've sat here through multiple trustee meetings listening to Carol Sims read off her encyclopedic litany of public document requests she claims she has not she has been denied. The truth is that she has received answers to all of those requests except those she has no right to have. There are certain personnel matters that uh, are prohibited from disclosure by the Ohio Revised Codes and executive sessions involving approved topics are also privileged. So for someone who never, and I repeat never, supplied multiple documents requested over the last year she was in office, it is the height of hypocrisy for her to continue to demand, an to demand answers she is not entitled to. Perhaps it is time for Carol Sims to follow her own advice that she directed at me at a previous trustee meeting, and I quote her verbatim, shut up and sit down. I'm done. Okay. Uh, seeing no presentations tonight, I now open the public hearing on tax budget for fiscal year 2022. Okay. In the general fund, we're projecting revenues <clears throat> in 2022 for $1,355,600 and expenditures of $1,572,698. In the motor vehicle license fund, we're projecting revenues of $17,900 with expenditures of $30,000. In the gas tax fund, $216,300 for revenues, $216,300 for expenditures. In the road and bridge fund, $194,650 for revenues, $200,350 for expenditures. In the cemetery fund, revenues of $81,000, expenditures of $81,000. In the uh, cemetery bequest fund, revenues of $300, expenditures of zero. 
in the police fund expended er, revenues of nine hundred twenty eight thousand five hundred dollars with expenditures of nine hundred twenty eight thousand five hundred and fire revenues of nine hundred fifty eight thousand seven hundred fifty dollars expenditures for nine fifty eight seven fifty on the EMS levy we project revenues of six hundred forty nine thousand and expenditures of six hundred forty nine thousand and the safety services levy, we project revenues of $3,419,282. On the expenditure side, $3,088,075. In the road levy fund, revenues of $535,500, expenditures of $611,750. In the road levy two fund for personnel, $266,100 for revenues, Expenditures two hundred ninety-eight thousand seven fifty. In the parks levy fund, we expect revenues of seven hundred four thousand one hundred twenty-six dollars. On the expenditure <coughs> side, seven hundred thirteen thousand nine hundred thirty dollars. In the Rosy levy fund, we project revenues of five hundred fifty-six thousand five hundred, and same for expenditures five fifty-six five hundred. Under the uh, permissive motor vehicle license tax, which is the township version, we project $96,750. Same for expenditures, $96,750. On the lighting fund, we project revenues of $151,000 with expenditures of $151,000. In the special improvement fund, we expect revenues of $92,341. And on the expenditure side, $91,842. On the Fields Ertle TIF, we expect revenues of $757,800. On the expenditure side, $739,000. In the Permissive Motor Vehicle License Tax Fund, the county's version or the county portion, we expect revenues of $29,500. For expenditures, $29,500. So, total wise, we have total revenue of $11,010,899. And on the expenditure side, it's $11,013,695. So, a total variance of $2,796, which brings our total carryover to $10,200,666.19. So these are all the numbers that we discussed in the finance and budget meeting that we had last month. So does anybody have any questions? I just want to say thank you to the finance finance committee. They've done a great job. Um, they've asked all the right questions. They've pushed us more than I think we've ever been pushed. So thank you again, and uh, we're glad to have you aboard with us. Any other comments or discussion? No, I think we got a good uh, tax budget. Mm -hmm. Okay. I believe I am now supposed to close the tax hearing. So with that reading and with the comments, uh, I hereby close the tax budget here public hearing for fiscal year 2022. I move approval of disbursements, warrants, 
need to open it to the floor ah, to see if anybody has any comments or questions or concerns. I was trying to figure out how to get that in. Yep. Okay. Um, the township will now hear any comments related to tax budget fiscal year 2022 from the public. Seeing none, I then close the public hearing for tax budget fiscal year 2022. I move approval of disbursements warrants number 79,431 through 79,588 and vouchers number 116 through 141 in the amount of $434,926.23. Second. Any discussion? Excuse me. Roll call. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Okay. Uh, the board will now hear any reports. First, starting with the law director. Uh, thank you. I, I did just have one topic I wanted to address uh, briefly tonight um, based on a question that came up. Um, <clears throat> has to do with um, something called a Community Improvement Corporation or a CIC. Um, Community Improvement Corporations are nonprofit corporations that are created by the Ohio Revised Code. And the purpose of a CIC is the advancing, encouraging, and promoting the industrial, economic, commercial, and civic development of a community or an area. So they are essentially like an economic development tool. Um, like I said, they're created by statute. Um, and they are, they are basically a, a, a political subdivision that takes a local government like a township or a city or a village to create a CIC. Um, and many communities in Hamilton County have created their own CIC. Um, what, what I was asked to talk about is that we have the benefit in Hamilton County of an existing CIC called the Community Improvement Corporation of Greater Cincinnati. It's a CIC that already exists, and a number of communities in Hamilton County have, rather than create their own CIC, they have joined the CIC of Greater Cincinnati. Um, I know Columbia Township, Anderson Township, Blue Ash, Madera, and I'm sure I'm missing some of the others, but those are communities that instead of creating their own CIC, chose to join the existing CIC of Greater Cincinnati. Um, the, the benefit of doing that, if you will, is that you get all the benefits of having a CIC without the administrative uh, sort of headache of creating a CIC and administering a CIC. The CIC of Greater Cincinnati is actually administered by the Hamilton County Development Corporation. So they are the experts in that field and they administer that uh, so that local governments don't have to administer their own. So then the next question is, if you're interested, how does anyone join that? Essentially, my suggestion is reach out to the Greater Cincinnati CIC, tell them you're interested potentially in, in joining. Um, and they will t kind of take it from there. But in essence, what happens is the township or any township that would want to join would adopt a resolution designating the 
the CIC of Greater Cincinnati as their economic agency. So it's basically like creating a, it's almost like a little department uh, for, the, for the township or any township that wanted to join. You do that, you send it to the CIC of Greater Cincinnati and then their board would meet and they would have to pass their own resolution authorizing basically accepting the membership of, of that other community. I can tell you within the last number of months, the city of Madera was the latest to join, and that's the, pr the exact process they went through. So that's how it works. Um, and then once you uh, are accepted and become a member, then the township, just like every other community that's a member, would have a seat on the board. So you would appoint somebody from the township to fill that seat. Typically, it's administrators, city managers, economic development directors. Can I ask just a few questions? Oh, they, the, the CIC of Greater Cincinnati doesn't do anything without the exactly in fact it w it's typically initiated by the township okay. and then you would go to the CIC and say is this an opportunity where you could lend assistance like we would say okay we have a certain area that we would like to see um, redeveloped or that's empty and we can go to them and say hey we have this area and it's Right. Think of the C I'm sorry to interrupt. Think of the CIC as just like another tool in your toolbox. They don't do anything on their own without without, us. without you. So we would make the initiation. Yeah. And does it cost to join? I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, I don't believe there are any costs associated with it or fees. And so if a company's like out of state, they would probably contact them and say, "Hey, we're looking. We're looking and then yeah, uh, ex exactly. That's the benefit of the CIC of Greater Cincinnati being administered by HCDC. They have all of the sort of economic development experts there that are aware of all the various various incentives and tools that would could be used. Okay. I like that. That's idea. helpful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And that would conclude my report. Thank you. Uh, thank you, board. Uh, just a couple items to note that the township safety camp will be held on June 14th through the 17th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Home of the Brave Park. Um, we partnered with Strive on that uh, endeavor. And we also received a $2,500 grant from Duke Energy to help cover the cost of that. So um, that was a big deal to be able to get um, cost uh, covered by Duke. So we appreciate that for Duke Energy. And also we were notified from the Ohio Township Association that Sims Township will be featured on their news, I'm sorry, on their website. So um, as they're redoing the website, we should uh, be seeing something on that uh, very soon great and the last thing is that um, on Thursday night here at 7 p.m. we're going to be recognizing a six-year-old young man who um, 
saved his sister's life while on vacation, who um, had drowned in a, um, and actually in a hot tub. And he notified the parents and uh, they were able to get the child out in time and the child was flown to Children's Hospital. And uh, this was a township resident here in Sims Township. So um, if anybody would like to stop by at 7 p.m., uh, be a quick little ceremony as we recognize this young man for uh, saving his sister's life. We always like to remind everybody this time of year that swimming pools are open and uh, life jackets uh, for everybody and always keep your children within an arm's length. So that, that's all I have to report, trustees. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Chief. Thank you, Chief. Director of Public Works, can we have anything? Yeah, I just want to let everybody know that they continue to work on the Union Cemetery sidewalk project. They've started down at the other end. I thought they were going to start down by the retaining wall, but um, Actually, we have a change order that we need to do for the retaining wall, so that's why they started down by the Mead Trail side of it. And then our paving program will begin probably the second week in July. Road paving? Yes. Okay. Um, who's going to report on the Finance Committee meeting? It was listed. I don't have anything. Okay. The minutes are uh, yeah, the minutes are yeah. available on the website. Yeah. Yep. Well, they will be tomorrow. Okay. We approved them tonight. The special meeting for May twentieth. That was the. No, this one was for May twelfth. Okay, we don't right. approve it. We just it's just in there as right. information. But okay. basically, we talked about the budget, and then we also discussed the cost allocation for this building. Utilities, and then what else did we talk about? Uh, we talked about three things. We, we talked about job description change. No, it was the mm -hmm. no in the finance committee. That's finance committee. Uh, uh, okay, that was a work. Oh, the garage, the, the service garage. garage. Yeah. We talked about the service garage, the this building, and then the budget. Okay. All right. So if anyone's interested in the finance committee meeting, they'll be on the website tomorrow. Um, is there any other? Seeing none. Nope. Okay. Uh, we'll now open the floor for hearing from residents. I just ask that uh, if it's a subject that's already been talked about multiple times, that uh, we're not going to really hear any more of it. Uh, for something new, we're always interested in hearing what the residents have to say, bring things to our attention. Here's your opportunity. Just come forward, identify yourself and your residents. Well, thank you. Uh, William Halk, 11817 Enyart Road, directly across from Sims Elementary School. Um, obviously, I have a problem in the morning at 9 o'clock trying to get out of my driveway, and either that or I'm also an Ohio High School football and baseball official and getting out of my driveway at 4 o'clock in the afternoon is also difficult, but I've been able to converse with most of the uh, traffic officers that are working duty there, and they've been pretty lenient when I walk out in my uniform and say, hey, I need to get out of my driveway. But anyway, in regards to Enyart Road, it is seems to be from Enyart to the first big white house is the biggest drag strip I've ever seen. Um, the rate of speed um, 
And it's only a few vehicles, but it's in excess of 60 miles an hour. And it is a playground when on Saturdays and Sundays, kids are playing soccer and things like that. Fortunately, the goals are pretty far back from the road and the ball doesn't go into the street, but it could. And a speeding car could not see it. Either what I'd like to see is either a playground hours speed limit to, to reduce that or a strict speeding policy for Enyart Road to stop this. And then that way it'll get out over social media and ways and things like that that there's traffic uh, supervision there. But um, I appreciate it. That, that is a school zone, right? It's a school zone during school hours. Okay. Well, not during school hours, during 9, 9 to 9.30 and 4 to 4.30, something like that. Now, what Mason did is backlight the speed line, uh, the speed, the school speed signs, so I can tell when the 20 mile an hour is in force. Um, they just put a single LED bulb on the backside of the sign, and when I pull out of my driveway, fortunately, if there's a lot of traffic, I know it's a school zone, and to do 20 miles an hour, I don't exit my driveway. But what happens is that when somebody, I think it comes out of Sims Valley, comes into Anyart, okay. they're, they're past the sign, so they don't know if it's a school zone or not, school time zone. But I think, I haven't looked at that. That, that drive comes out of Sims Valley or whatever it is, directly opposite the drive library. to the library. Yes, sir. Okay. So um, it's just, I'd like to see something happen, something proactive happen before something drastic happens. Okay? okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you, you sir. to our attention. Hi, my name is Carol Sims, and I'm here on behalf of the Sims Historical, Historical Society. Um, we have a letter that we drafted to the board that I would like to read. It says, Dear Board, as advised in our previous letter to you, Dave Zeberink is not the representative for the Sims Historical Society on your recently formed RFQ committee. We also indicated that we agree with you that there should be two members appointed from the Society to review any future plans for the Meat House. And fortunately, it had, was reported to, at a recent Society meeting that there has been no response from the Board to our letter regarding these appointments. Please be advised that the society, the members of the society at his May 20th, 21 meeting approved the appointments of Rick Arp and, and CJ Card to serve on your RFQ committee. We look forward to being part of the process for this historic building and to receiving information regarding the purpose and timeline for this committee. As a reminder, we also requested a copy of the RFQ proposal, which we had hoped to have available at our meeting for review and discussion. However, to date, this has not been provided, and we are again making a public records request for this information. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I have a couple questions um, for the board. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the topic? It's regarding this. Okay. 
So in order for me to report back to the society at our June meeting, when can we expect to receive a response to this letter as well as to our first letter? Can I ask a question? Why don't you want Dave Zebring to be the representative? He's on the Historical Society, and, and I, I, I feel like I, previous owner. I have to defend him because I am at the Mead Historical Preserve a lot, and that man walks there every day. That was his home for how long? Many, Decades. many years, and he is very invested in that piece of property. And I'm actually, I'm taken back. I'm kind of hurt for him because I think it's very, I want to say, mean and vindictive that he's on your society. And he's probably the one person that cares about that property on that historical site, and you are snubbing him. I, I'm appalled. I'm appalled, Carol. Well, you could be appalled. We were a little bit upset by the fact that you formed this committee. We have a you, right to point you, anybody we that's want true. on can our I, committee. Can I finish? You don't have the right to say who you want on the committee. We, as a board, have the right to point who we want on the committee, who we feel is the most deserving. Okay. It's our committee. It is not the Historical Society's committee. Okay, in and answer to disgusting. your question, Mrs. Lease, regarding why Dave Zebrink is not going to represent the society. Well, he is going to represent fact, the society because we have appointed him representing the society. The fact is, is that you elected who to appoint from our society to serve on this committee. You did not come to our committee, our society, and said, we're forming this committee, we'd like to appoint somebody, we think Dave Zebrink's going to be the best person for it. We heard nothing from you until we attended a meeting when it was discussed that he was being appointed to this committee. Dave has made no attempt to notify the officers or even the members of our society about his appointment, and he has failed to come to any of the meetings to report on anything regarding this RFQ proposal. And that's why we've elected not for him to represent us. It's a shame. You elected, it's you stated that You're you wanted two members it's, it's of the society to represent be on this committee. And we're saying this is the two that we decided to appoint. Now, yes, you have the right to appoint anybody to your committee. So make Dave Zebrink an at-large member. But he does not represent the society. So anything that he makes and comment at these meetings <coughs> and says that he represents our committee, he is not representing us. So back to my question, Appalling. when will we receive a response to this letter and our previous letter? I feel that the board owes the society some kind of response. When's your next meeting? Our next meeting is June, the fourth Thursday in June. The fourth Thursday in mm -hmm. June? Correct. I have an answer for you before that. Okay. Um, when will our two representatives receive information regarding the committee and meeting dates? They're not on the board. They've not been appointed. They're not going to receive any information. We have to discuss it. We've appointed Dave Zebrink. If you don't want him, maybe you're not going to have a seat on our committee. Fine. That's what the board wants, and you want no input from that's Historical fine. Society. That's fine. When Dave will we, when will we receive? Dave is on Historical Society, and he is going to rep represent the Historical Society on our committee. End of story. End of story. He will not represent us. Okay. When will we receive a copy of the RFQ, which was requested in our first letter? and is now being requested as a second request. I think Ken's already answered that. He's going to get you a letter before third, your meeting. Third what? 
the fourth Thursday. Fourth Thursday. So we have to wait till then to get an RFQ that's already before. been processed and said before. Said before made that. available. That's okay. What Okay, because it does exist, because Mr. Beck, you stated that two meetings ago that Dave had reviewed the RFQ. So back in April, that RFQ existed. So when we requested that in our first letter, why was it not provided to us? So again, it's it. another public workers request that's not fulfilled. It. That's fine. Thank you. Carol, here's the problem with the historical society. They don't take care of the log cabin. The log cabin hasn't been taken care of in so long. That's the problem. Your roof is falling apart. It, it, it's, it's in shambles. People see it and they're like, what is going on with the log cabin? Okay? It, you guys, well before, I'm the one who brought it to your attention. You would not be doing anything with the roof, with the siding. The growth would have been past the windows if I hadn't complained. That's your opinion. Yes, we were already working. We were already aware of the roof. We were already aware of other things, okay? So for you to sit up there and state that that cabin is in disrepair is a bold-faced lie. It's in And we are tired of you saying this at every meeting about complaining about the cabin. I don't say it at every meeting. I'm not going to fight. But here's the thing. I met with you and CJ. You never would have come to the township and tried to meet with us over the log cabin and the issues that the log cabin are having. Okay, I'm the one who extended my hand to CJ and asked for a meeting so we can help you get the log cabin where you it needs to be because it is not. I don't care what you say. You can say that you've been trying to work on it. All you had to do is get a weed whacker out and cut the bushes. Did you do that until I came to you? What bushes? You mean the bushes in front of the house? This is a log cabin that was built in 1830. It would not have had manicured lawn and bushes no, at that you time. you would have to be able to walk back there. It's, it's this we, high. We, you guys didn't even take care of it last year. Last year, there was COVID. Carol, it's outside. You still can make a, an appointment to take <clears> a, a lawn or something and cut it. You guys are just not taking care of the log cabin. I extended my hand back in August of last year to meet with CJ to see if we could get the cabin back in order. He did not even reply to me. No. He did not because, even because reply to me until I told him on camera that I sent him this email and I would like to get the historical society at the township building to get it together. Because we received conflicting information. We were told that Mr. Beck was going to be contacting us. So we were waiting for one person to make contact with us. Unfortunately, Mrs. Lease, we were already aware of the problems that you talked about at that meeting that we had, and we are working on those problems. And you can stand up there and make comments as much as you want, but if you're not providing the right, correct information to the residents, you're doing a very the much disservice. The correct information is that we have a, a roof that needs attention, and it still is not fixed. Okay. Carol, I am advised that the RFQ is available on our website. So you can go out and find it and you'll have it as soon as you look it up. It would be nice if that response would have made to us so we would know 
I just found out and I just commented to you. Okay? Any other residents? CJ Carr, 10403 Willow Drive. Um, where to start? I received a letter March 15th. I assume everyone's aware of that. About uh, issues on some properties that I own. That uh, trailers, dumpster, pop machine, um, and a, a roof. roof falling in a house with a roof falling in. Yes, I've gotten that far. Okay. If you want, I can hand you this if you'd like to read it. No, go ahead. Um, I went to the township building on March 18th and met with Luann. Went over all the issues. Told her I did not have an issue with the items going down it. I did have an issue with removal of the dumpster that had been there for 15 or 20 years. Um, I explained to her that we had planned on taking down the house that the roof was falling in on and the other house across the street would come down later on in the summer. I've Can been I ask a, a quick question? Why, was, why has the dumpster been there for 12 to 15 years? because we've used it for garbage pickup it was okayed by bill Pittman. it was okayed by brian brian eliff okay can i can i make a statement on that we have a letter from 2013 from brian eliff to you stating the dumpster cannot be there kim has a copy of it she can deliver it to you that's correct 2013. that's correct brian sent me a letter and so why are you saying he gave you permission because i spoke with brian in reply to the letter and it was taken care of and it was not an issue if it was an issue in 2013 why wasn't an issue in 14 Did you get that 15. In writing? i don't know if i have that in writing or not okay. the dumpster will be removed now can i finish what i'm sure, trying to I say here and then you can ask questions that. i have been to many meetings Call, call the office, speak with Luann, speak with whoever, work all this out. They're more than willing to work with you. That's what you hear at these meetings when you come. We heard last month's meeting. Call in tomorrow, speak with, speak with the office. I'm sure they'll give you more time to extend this. So again, March 15th, I get a letter. I went in, spoke to Luann, told her exactly what was going on. Um, March 25th, March 25th, I get a letter from uh, Emily at Hamilton County Zoning saying that uh, they can't locate permits for a garage that I've built, zoning or building permits. And there's also a sign that needs to be removed in a right of way of Rich Road. The day right before I received it, I got an email from her saying that please disregard the letter because all of a sudden the site showed up on the cages maps on hamilton county cages and she was able to locate all the permits 
so I disregard a letter after I looked at the letter though the reason for it is they were looking at the wrong address so I don't know who's forwarding addresses to uh, Emily down at the zoning department but that's incorrect um, second another sign without a zoning certificate um, I've dealt with Emily on, on both of these issues never was was a sign in the right of way as noted on the uh, on the agendas here now back to the March 15th back in February I had requested documentation on the Shore Drive Park and information I received an email back with 102 pages of purchase contracts and closing statements on all the park all the parcels that the township had bought in Loveland Park subdivision nothing on the park property itself in those email or in those 102 pages there is documentation of people's names addresses telephone numbers social security numbers tax ID numbers and everything else that came out in that email to me I know all three trustees were copied on that and you have that information in your emails also when I asked okay where's the information on the park we don't have it that's all we've got in the file doesn't exist the Willow vacation issue started in February I sent in a 34 page objection letter to it which is now being worked out through all the um, attorneys and county and so on and so forth all this starts in March March 15th right after the February 26th date of the county engineer needing all this stuff so I, I've been in correspondence back and forth with uh, the township administrator and, and Luann and, and some of the trustees and on May 11th then I get a letter well, let me back up one on April 14th I get a letter when I asked if I had this property that's going to be up for nuisance resolution tonight 12034 Cedar Drive if I had cleaned that um, to the uh, likings of the township I got a letter back on April 14th that said we appreciate all you've done two items remain one being a trailer that's located in the side yard has to be removed and the dumpster issue well I responded back after that the trailer had already been removed to the rear yard of the property which started another issue of well the property is clearly vacant so you can't put a trailer in the rear yard but after I questioned the zoning portion of our zoning code oh that's okay until the buildings torn down is how it was left well today it's okay doesn't matter the buildings there on the April 14th it was okay should have been no more about it but no I got a threat that if it's not removed within 10 days we will turn this matter over to our attorney for further action so again the trailer issue was done I, I moved the dumpster over on May 11th then I get a letter that states 
the house at 12034 Cedar Drive needs to be torn down and hauled away. The trailer on the property needs to be removed. Okay, or 12034 Cedar Drive. Uh, this is May 11th. This is the first time that there's been a deadline put to May 31st, 12034 Cedar Drive has to be torn down by this date or the trustees are voting on a nuisance resolution. All the times prior, and in, even as current as April 14th, only two issues remain on 12034. All of a sudden, out of the blue on the 11th, you have 20 days to get this down and removed. Everything in all the documentation, I know you've seen a lot of it, said we would start tearing stuff down at 12027 on May 1st, which is what we did, is cleaned up. I sent an email into the township administrator and the and Luann on Monday the 24th basically stating everything had been done as I said it would be done everything was completed cleaned up please let me know that it's acceptable so that I can put seed and straw down no response I have heard nothing in response to yes everything's okay I look at the agenda on Friday and 12034 is up for a nuisance resolution. Um, on all these complaints, there's a, a nuisance resolution kept and I asked about sign complaints and this zoning issue with the shed and was informed that the township doesn't keep any log of those complaints. These other complaints are all unknown. And it goes as, even as far as a property that I purchased at, on Oak and Mulberry that has been a issue of the township for at least the information I've gotten back today at 430 uh, from Luann, 2013, that the township has been continuously on since 2013 to clean up. I received a phone call at the end of March from Luann with a nuisance complaint against that property that I was in the process of waiting for them to come pick up the final dumpster to clean up that property when Luann calls. And of course, it's an anonymous complaint. All these letters say that a resident is complaining. Well, we don't know who this person is according to the unknown complaints. Um, there has been no orders written by the health department that I know of. There have been no orders written by the building department that I know of or the fire department to tear the structure down at today's point. I have spoken with Luann. I have spoken with a representative of the fire department and it was the understanding they would be down the other building 12034 would be down later this summer and that's where that was at i have been harassed over this with all these letters every time i turn around i'm getting another letter in the mail for another violation i know in numerous uh, property maintenance meetings uh, general maintenance code meetings and so on and so forth and just regular zoning that 
this is called in by residents whatever and if you can see it from the street then it can be written up <coughs> I don't understand what gave mr. Beck the right or authority to trespass on my property which I told him to get off my property a representative of the township out on my property with these nuisance complaints going on I will have that house down as I said the end of the summer if that's an issue I will have the house down this month if you want to know better when Luann questioned me about the other house that I was cleaning up and it's in the notes and I put it in the email I sent to you when I was what am I going to do with it I said I do not know and I want to make that clear here now I do not know what I'm going to do with that property what address is that the 12096 Oak it had a nuisance complaint called in on it I was cleaning it up all the stuff has been removed and the house is secure the grass is cut and it's sitting on its own right now CJ we get anonymous complaints all the time because people turn in their neighbors because they don't want to be the face to their neighbor because they have to live with that person so if they put their name on a nuisance complaint do you know what conflicts it's going to cause so it's just adding fuel to the fire instead of we act as a mediator and I think what's happening with all with your properties I think one person notified us about a property and then soon as other people heard that we're acting on the one property I th I think they all are tired of the properties not being taken care of and so that's why it's kind of like a domino effect one person turns you in and then all of a sudden it's like gee I've been living next to a house or not not with a roof falling in or a pot machine sitting outside or trash in front do you know what could happen to a child if they went in and played in one of those houses of yours even if they're trespassing someone could have died or gotten seriously hurt because those properties are not being maintained and they're kind of down in the dip so not a lot of people if a child was screaming for help could hear them so that I think that's what happened the, in your area one person one person turned you in and then I think you have a few people mad at you back there because of the things that you're doing and so the floodgates open up and here it all comes okay and that house we have a nuisance back from 2013 that you were dealing with Brian on one of those houses on so the dumpster this, so this no a house too so this they we have a less is both houses both houses from 2013 that we've been trying to take care of and you've allowed them to just collapse I mean that's 2013 we're in 2021 now that's correct and it I, I honestly think some of your neighbors are fed up with the with you not taking care of property back there and so all of a sudden it was like bam 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 complaint after complaint after complaint okay so is that good for the township to maintain your property or not maintain your properties like you do cj 
Is that good? I for the do township? maintain the properties. The Oak Street I just purchased in December. I'm just curious. No, you don't and I cleaned the that up. You have a house curious. with the roof falling in. I, you know, I, I'll tell you what. And so yeah. much yes, you're nitpicking you, this you and that. Cut me off. The this bottom line is, I've tried to talk the to bottom people. line is, you're not maintaining these particular parcels, and you're doing it. You know, now that the the spotlight's on it, it's like, oh, okay, I got to do something. You brought it to my attention. Okay, I have taken. It was brought every to your attention eight years ago. I have Seriously. taken every Seriously. necessary. Come on. Okay. I do not recall 2013. It was a dumpster issue. Really? That's no, it was a house. Okay. Then it was a house. Okay. okay. There's a house. Okay. Okay. That's. So what are we talking about here? What you're at the podium? What do you want to talk about? I, so you're we just, notified you. you know, what are you doing? Okay, you notified me. So and you're going to take the house down in before June. Is that or before the end of June? Twenty days to get this house done down which i have in all these meetings as long as somebody is continuously working at it i have continuously worked at this since march on all these properties before this even started when does the house we were come back down, there CJ? clearing up before the end of june is that what you I'll say have, if you want it down this month i'll have it down this month that'd be great and is it going to be cleared because we know you took that one house down and the cinder still sitting there cinder still sitting there the one on cinnamon on the corner oh yeah that's being used for fill over there that's not my property okay yes that's somebody else's that went on for what, a what, year what, what's uh, 10 months what's filler what are you going to use cinder know. for to fill it's, what? it's concrete it's broke up concrete to fill what it'll be used for solid fill I'm not here to talk about that property. I'm here to talk about my property. So all, all this coming down and all this arguing and everything else, I have a nuisance complaint on here. I tried to come speak to you this evening to explain what's going on. Okay, once again, all these come in in March. Okay, you can try all you want to. You can write me up for whatever you want to documentation I don't know what the I'm, I'm surprised they can find that and they can't find any other documentation I've been requesting here from the township but you know all this going on now sure seems fishy all of a sudden in March after all this other issues starting that all this comes down and once this house is cleaned up and taken down there will be nothing left over there I will continue to find out the information and pass it on to the neighbors. Seems like nobody knows who's doing what here at the township. Things are being done by the administrator. Things are being done over here. They don't know about this. I don't know what you're talking, talking about, about, but let's let's just get down to the specifics. The house comes down before the end of June. Specifics, I'll have it down okay. this month. That'd be if great. If that's what you guys want, I will have it down okay. this Are we month. done? I'm done. Great. Thanks. Anyone else? Anyone else? Okay. Anyone wish to discuss any correspondence? Seeing none. Okay. The following events and meetings are scheduled for this month. Uh, Touch a Truck Community Event, Saturday, June 5th, 2021, from 5 to 7 p.m. at Sycamore Presbyterian Church. Uh, hazardous 
household waste drop-off. Saturday, June 12, 2021, from 8 a.m. until 11 a.m. at Home of the Brave Park. And I believe I read in the administrative notes that no tires will be taken at that hazardous drop-off. Right. Okay. And the grant money is no longer available. Okay. Uh, zoning Commission meeting will be Wednesday, June 16, 2021, at 7 p.m., and they're still doing Zoom. Storybook time with the library will be at Stonebridge Park this month on Monday, June 28th from 10 to 12. Fourth of July holiday, our buildings will be closed on Monday, July 5th for the holiday. Regular trustees meeting will be Tuesday, July 6th at 7 p.m. at the Safety Service Center. And the Board of Zoning Appeals meeting will be Monday, July 12th, 2021 at 7 p.m. at the Safety Service Center. <coughs> Can I add one thing? Yoga in the Park. Yoga in the Park starts on Wednesday at 6.30 and then on Saturday at 9. At Hopewell Park. Hopewell Park. Love to see everybody there. It's lots okay. of fun. Uh, seeing no old business, we'll move to new business. I move to accept the resignation of Marcus Rose from the Sims Township Service Department. Second. We wish Marcus tons of luck in his new adventure mm -hmm. okay. I think he's working for his in-law so good for him okay um, roll call mr. Bryant aye mr. Beck aye miss Lease. aye okay I move to not request a hearing for the liquor license renewal for taste of Belgium 12071 Mason Montgomery Road Cincinnati Ohio 45249 second um, roll call mr. Beck aye Ms. Lease? Aye. Mr. Bryan? Aye. I move to appoint an authorized representative to be Sims Township's co-permittee for stormwater reports. Second. Okay, Kim, will you tee that one up, please? Hamilton County is doing a, a different thing with their stormwater district. They're now going to allow the townships to enter their own data. So they have to have the board pass a motion designating a person that they wish to be the person to enter the data. Is that a good thing? Or just sure. more work for us? I'm not sure. It's more work for us, but then we're also, they're, they're getting money from all our residents to do all that work, so. All what work? So are they gonna forward the money to us? All what work? <laughs> <Just> doubt it. <laughs> so who is the designated? Uh, you guys can appoint anybody you want. It's either going to be me or Bill, so, or unless one of you want to do it. Uh, we need somebody with some stature, I think. And knowledge, yeah. And knowledge. Mm -hmm. Is Bill is Bill that person? That would be fine. Okay. Then. Uh, Poor Bill. <laughs> we have a motion on the table and seconded. I'd like to uh, amend that motion to say I move to appoint Bill Pittman as an authorized representative to be Sims Township's co-permittee for stormwater reports. Second. Okay. So uh, we have to have a roll call to amend. Okay. Then I have a roll call to amend. To yep. Okay. Miss Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Now we have a roll call to approve. 
the motion as stated. Mr. Bryant? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye. Aye. Ms. Lee? So. <laughs> oh, I jumped ahead. I move approval of resolution G2021-45, a resolution authorizing the release of funds deposited with Sims Township in accordance with ORC section 3929.86 and township resolution G0719 and dispensing with the second reading. Second. Okay, discussion. <coughs> I believe this is to release the funds that we have in escrow for the Daniels Street fire in yes. Camp Denison. Yes. Okay, that's just a point of elaboration. Okay, so um, any other discussion? No. Nope. Uh, roll call. Mr. Beck? Aye. Ms. Lease? Aye. Mr. Bryan? Aye. I move approval resolution G2021-46, a resolution providing for the declaration of nuisance for the property located at 12034 Cedar Drive and authorizing all necessary steps for the basement of the nuisance. Second. Discussion? Roll call. Ms. Lease? Aye. Mr. Bryant? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye. Okay. CJ, we know that you asked for the end of the month. We'll defer. We will defer action, but you get the letter. Okay. You just passed the resolution that Kim stayed last month in meeting. I have seven days now before they move on with it. Say that again. You just voted on a resolution. Yes. That um, passed for a nuisance resolution. Yes. Last month in the meeting, when you asked for yep. to give two weeks to a resident, Kim noted that she gives people seven days and then proceeds with it. Okay. You have voted and passed. So basically, you have given me seven days with that motion to get this cleaned up. Okay. Not till the end of the month, like you're stating. Okay. And again, this is... Jeff. They will do whatever over Is that there. Correct. Well, the it's it's correct that the that the nuisance resolution does say after seven the designation days. that within then after seven days the okay, township can we take don't have action. To enforce it, do we? I think it's funny that everyone's sitting back there laughing when you have a house that's falling apart, but that be very dangerous to somebody who happened upon it. I just don't find it a very Do you know which house subject. we're talking about? Yes, the I house do. is secure and there's, nobody it, can get in it. There's one that's falling apart with the roof and then the one across the street. The one's, the one's gone. gone. I know one's gone, but there's the house that here and then there's a house here. I walk back there. Yes, I do. But here's my thing. Even if you, that there's, there's so much, there was so much junk down there. Was. It's just not safe. And I don't find it as funny because I feel like a child could get hurt. I'm all, I'm concerned about people getting hurt in those places because kids find the stuff fascinating. Okay, that's See, not part now of the. you're laughing. That's not See, part of the question that I brought up here. I don't think. I don't think someone who had their child die in a house like that would think it's funny either. I, I just think that it's it's not a funny subject. The subject it should have been taken care of. That's I don't, the issue. I don't think it's funny. It shouldn't have gotten to this point. Then you should have wrote it up years before. That's on you, not on me then. Oh, because just, you can't take care of I'm asking a question property? here and we're trying to figure this out. Okay. I don't think that's Hold on funny. a second. I'll, I'll take some action here. 
with your patience, please. Okay. I move to rescind resolution G21-2021-46, a resolution providing for the declaration of nuisance on the property located at 12034 Cedar Drive and authorizing all necessary steps for the abatement of this nuisance. Second. Second. I have a roll call. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. That's the rescind. Ms. Leith. Okay. I now I'm going to direct the township administrator that at the end of June uh, she'll come forth in our next meeting with a resolution to supplant this one. Okay. How's that? Fair enough. And right. it will be down before the end of the month. Thank you. Thank you. Agreed. Yep. I move approval of resolution G 2021 47, a resolution providing for the declaration of nuisance for the property located at 9035 Sims Knoll and authorizing all necessary steps for the abatement of the nuisance. Second. Discussion? Any, Kim? We've seen the pictures and so on and so forth, huh? Okay. No, no discussion? Nope. Okay. Um, roll call. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. I move approval of resolution G2021-48, a resolution providing for the declaration of nuisance for the property located at 9295 and 9303 McKinney Road and authorizing all necessary steps for the abatement of the nuisance. Second. Discussion? Roll call. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. I move approval resolution G2021-49, a resolution providing for the declaration of nuisance for the property located at 11817 Inyard Road and authorizing all necessary steps for the abatement of the nuisance. Second. I'd like to address the board. Is that you? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, all of the complaints from talking to Luann that can be visibly seen from the Enyart Road have been resolved, except for the firewood, um, the ash log that is about that big around and eight feet long. And I contracted a, or contacted, excuse me, a individual that has a specific kind of log splitter that will handle this kind of log, and this will be taken care of either Saturday or Sunday. I'm surprised that a logger wouldn't want that. Well, that's who I got it from, because <laughs> he didn't want it. Okay. And, and he loaded it on his truck with, with a forklift, and I didn't realize that I was going to get the big log, but I got all the tree limbs out of it and cut those up. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you speaking out. Kim. That'll be within the seven is, days. Yes. This was not changed since today. We went out today, and the same stuff is still on the property when we went out there this afternoon. Uh, which picture is that? May I see it? Yes. Yeah. This is all the stuff that's in your driveway. Oh, that's all been taken care of. So you did that today between noon and 6 p.m. tonight. Were you in a white uh, pickup truck? No. Okay, because somebody was there in a white pickup truck parked at the school exit. 